Hey folks, it's Jen Teague here. Welcome to Be a Hiring Hero. I am your host, Jen, and today is kind of a fun little day because we're going to be talking about Pokemon Go and how it relates to recruitment. So I bet you're wondering how in the world can I tie those two things together? That's a really great question. So back in 2016, I wrote an article because I was really getting fascinated with this whole Pokemon Go phenomenon that happened. You know, it was one of the first interactive games that you had and it was just really fun. You know, it was so unassuming and all of a sudden it just kind of like burst into this craziness into like this whole like world of Pokemon and I remember I downloaded the app and, you know, I'd heard about it. I was like, okay, I'm going to see what all the fuss is about, which I'm sure a lot of y'all did too, or you have kiddos or, you know, somebody that did and that's okay. We can all admit it. But, um, so I went and downloaded it and (laughs) I remember like at first I was like, this is dumb. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Right. I mean, you know, at first you're with every game, you're like, okay, yeah, this is, this is fun. Okay. But then there comes that moment where it just kind of clicks and you're like, oh, now I get the appeal. Now I understand. You know, you kind of start getting addicted to it. You're like, well, check it out one more time. Give it another shot. And so I did that. And I remember catching my first Pokemon. It was so much fun. Like I had such a blast. There were times where I would be outside with my dogs at five in the morning having them, you know, do their little morning business, do the little morning routine. And I'd be out catching Pokemon. It was so much fun. Like I have them on leashes and I'd be like, hold on, hold on. We got to come this way. There's a Pokemon over here. And, um, there was also, (laughs) I can't believe I'm telling you all this, but I will anyway. And, um, so there was a time where I was out to lunch with a bunch of colleagues and, uh, I happened to open up my Pokemon app, you know, my Pokemon go app. And, we were all at lunch and, um, you know, I opened it up and I see that there's a bunch of Pokemon like all around me. Right. And so I'm trying to level up. So <laughs> I go out and I'm talking with my, one of my colleagues and he's playing Pokemon go too. And I didn't know that. So we're both outside y'all no lie in the parking lot chasing Pokemon. <laughs> it was so much fun. So I know that sounds kind of silly. It sounds kind of irrelevant. So, um, but it really got me, got me going on, okay, this is really close to recruiting. And I know y'all are probably like, this has nothing to do with recruiting. It's Pokemon Go, you know, but hear me out because I promise you, you will find out four things that Pokemon Go can teach us about recruiting. So like I said before, the fascination really got me on Pokemon Go. And as I started playing it, I really started seeing all those similarities between Pokemon Go and recruiting. So it really got me thinking about this. And I wrote an article. I sent it into recruiter.com. They published it. And within like a day, I think it was probably even that same day, Fox Business picked up the story from recruiter.com. So it's actually on Fox business, but it was originally published in 
recruiter.com. So if you want to go check out the article, uh, you can, I'll also put it here in the show notes, but, um, yeah. So, you know, while your while your kiddos are playing or while you're maybe playing, trying to catch Pokemon, let's dive in to how Pokemon go and recruiting work together. The first thing that came to mind when I was trying to put these two things together, which kind of seemed natural to me, but maybe not to everyone. And that's understandable, but is that fads come and go and recruiting is no different in that, in that sense, you know, no matter what industry you're in, you've got your own lingo, you've got your own buzzwords, you've got your own theories and these ideas and programs and systems and I mean, there's so many different things that change all the time because people want to make the best of everything. They want to try to improve it. They want to build on top of things that maybe possibly worked before or make them better. Everyone's all about proficiency and making sure that things are efficient and correct. And so it's understandable that people want to make things better. And that's great because we should be evolving in our businesses and our procedures and our strategies. But it's also important to understand that fads do come and go and not all fads are meant to stay. That's why it's a fad, you know, otherwise we'd all walk in or be walking around with mullets and, um, I don't know what else, um, those slitted, you know, sunglasses that don't actually do anything. They just look fun, you know, and just distort your, your vision. But, you know, I mean, there's so many different fads. I'm sure when I say the word fad, just things just start flashing in your mind, right? Like, you know, big bangs, (laughs) you know, whatever the case may be, there are a lot of fads that have, that you've probably even lived through that you've seen come and go. And maybe some that you're proud of, maybe some that you're not. And that's okay because we all have them. So, you know, that's just part of who we are. But um, understand that just because it might be a hot topic right now, or maybe it's something that someone just discovered and they're all excited about it, or they just created and, you know, all, all that, they, they, they get the hype going. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. And, um, best example I can think of as of right now is the fire festival and either you're sick of hearing about it or you've never heard about it. So quick, quick background on fire festival. Fire festival was supposed to happen in 2017. It was supposed to be this big glamorous resort event of ever. It was supposed to be this huge deal with all these music, these, uh, music lineups and, um, elegant, uh, uh, extravagance. And I mean, it was just going to be insane. And people bought tickets for like $12,000 each. And they went up to like $200,000 just to be there. I mean, it was insane. And the hype was huge and people got there and it turned out that the hype was much bigger than the actual event because the event never actually happened, right? So if y'all have heard anything about a cheese sandwich, um, that's what it's referring to. Uh, These people came in expecting like above five-star service and uh, different uh, products and all that stuff. And they came in and 
they went into like FEMA relief tents and um, they got cheese sandwiches for their dinner out of a styrofoam container. So, you know, hype is important, but we also need to take a step back and say, okay, what's actually lasting? What is a fad and what is actually going to last throughout time? And recruiting is no different. If you hop on every single bandwagon when you're recruiting, not using tools that have been proven over time, or maybe you're just taking shots in the dark and looking for people, or, you know, you're, you're trying to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes it doesn't need to be reinvented. Uh, we have new tools available, so we have to adjust to what we're looking for and how we're looking for them. But the bottom line is that people are still people and they still have the same basic needs. And that is one of the first things that we need to recognize. And then we also need to recognize how to talk to them where they are. So those two things are things that are never going to go away. So be weary of fads that come and go as well as hype because Hype is really super important because it gets people excited. It gets people hearing about you. But in the end, it's always the tried and true that lasts. Now, I promised you four ways that Pokemon Go is um, relevant to recruiting. So we just talked about fads and we also talked about hype. So I kind of tied those two together because they do kind of work together. And the third way that Pokemon Go and recruiting can be tied together is that sometimes you have to go outside into the world and find what you want. This is a really important lesson because I think a lot of us get really comfortable behind our computer when we get nervous, when we're not sure what to do, what's the first thing we want to do. We want to go out, we want to research, we want to look for things, we want to find things online to either confirm what we know or to give us more information than what we did know before. And while research is really super important in just about every aspect of your business, it's really important to also recognize that you can't just meet people through a computer. You have to sometimes get out there. Now, I do talk in my previous episode about how social media is really great for recruiting and it really is but sometimes you don't get exactly who you want through means of a computer or technology so sometimes you just have to go out there and actually search for people yourself so how does this relate to Pokemon Go well because when you're playing Pokemon Go sometimes you actually have to leave and go find your Pokemon, right? You have to go find that Pikachu, wherever the little Pikachu is hiding. So sometimes applicants can't reach you from a PC. And sometimes you have to be more creative and network with others. And we do talk about that again in the previous session. But um, they're not going to just, just because you put it on your website, just because you post it does not mean that they know it's there. Sometimes you have to approach people yourselves. And that's a really great lesson I think that Pokemon Go teaches us is that they don't always come to you. Sometimes you have to go to them. And that's a really key point when it comes to recruiting. The fourth thing that I want to talk about with Pokemon 
and recruiting is that hiring the people, the right person can take a lot of time sometimes. And this is one of the unfortunate things that people see about recruiting. They, when people start thinking about recruiting and hiring somebody, they get overwhelmed by not only the process, but they also get overwhelmed by the amount of time it takes. And when you don't have the right strategy, when you're not looking in the right places, when you don't know what you're looking for in the first place, you can really find yourself spinning your wheels really fast and getting nowhere. And that I've seen over the years with a lot of different businesses and companies that I've helped out and worked with. That's one of the biggest problems is that they know that they're looking, they just don't know what they're looking for. And that's a huge problem because when you're just wasting time, you're missing out on great applicants. Now, having said all that, sometimes finding that right applicant can take time. So you do have to be prepared to know exactly what you're looking for and having a great strategy, but also having to take time to find that person or people, whoever, you know, whoever you're looking for. So when you're, when you're looking to hire someone, don't rush the process because you're impatient. Look, work is going to pile up. We already know that, okay? Things are going to have to be reprioritized. And, you know, there's still the obvious fact that you're just going to have to hire somebody. But do you just want a warm body to get things done? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes that is the case. Most of the time, though, that's not what you're looking for. And there is really, in my experience, there is no position that is so important that you have to rush through recruiting and hiring and onboarding. There just isn't. And it's really sad to me to see that so many people struggle in this area. And that's why Be a Hiring Hero was was formed because I see so many people struggling and it just, it's so hard to see people struggling at something that should be so easy. And it's no, no fault of anybody because really the knowledge, the information hasn't really been out there. The knowledge has been there, but the information hasn't really been out there. Recruiters tend to hold on really tight to their information. Like it's, it's going to leave them or, you know, they're going to give insider information and people are going to steal applicants away. It's a very poverty mindset for the most part, because it's very, I mean, it's, it's almost like a game, right? I mean, kind of the first person that finds you wins, finds that perfect applicant wins. And that's kind of how you feel about your business too. And I get that. But the thing is, is that when you have the knowledge, when you, when you're ready and you have all the information in place and when you are comfortable and you're confident in your hiring, it may take some time to set up, to implement, to get comfortable with, but in the end, you're going to find a really great candidate and a great employee. So patience in this case really is a virtue. And even though your circumstances are telling you something differently, and even though you may have to be turning down orders, I know this sounds terrible because everything's all about sales, 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 but when you're having to turn down orders because you don't have the manpower, but you're still looking for that right person, sometimes that is the right thing to do. So you have to look at your situation and your circumstances, wonder if they are 
really pressing or if they are just something that are coming and going. And look at the big picture. Look at your vision. Look at who you are as a business and as a company and make hiring decisions based on that. And just remember sometimes just because you put a job posting out there online or because you meet somebody that may seem perfect, it may not happen right away. It may not be something that you are able to go in, walk into and have a, have a signed employment contract after the meeting. And that's okay. You shouldn't have that because that's scary. Why would you have someone do that? You want to have processes and procedures. You want a little bit of time to be able to evaluate whether or not this person is going to be good for you and for the company. So when you are talking about recruiting, time is really important. And telling the wrong person, you know, as we say in Pokemon Go, I choose you. (laughs) It can cost you in the long run. It can cost you many, many bucks. So don't just choose somebody because they're there and they're willing. A lot of people are going to show up at your doorstep. And a lot of people are going to want your job because they need the money. But remember the big picture. Don't get caught up in the whole, you know, oh, it should take X amount of time. It should take, you know, I need somebody in two weeks. Don't go off of those time frames unless if they're absolutely necessary. Go with what is right for your company and for your business. Patience, remember, is a virtue in kind hiring as well as in Pokemon. Y'all, we just talked about Pokemon Go and recruiting. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you all found some some wisdom inside such a serious topic and comparing it to a not so serious topic. So let's do a quick breakdown of what we just talked about. So Pokemon Go and recruiting, how do they relate? They are, sometimes there are fads and fads come and go. Stick to what you know and what works. Hype is really important because you want people excited about your business and your company and your available positions. But remember that hype has to always live up to itself as well. So don't sell stuff that you aren't willing to give somebody, especially when it comes to benefits. Don't overpromise because employees are going to be really disappointed. Another thing we learned is that sometimes you have to actually go out and seek out what you want to find. They don't always come to you. You sometimes have to go to them. And lastly, we talked about the fact that hiring people and great people and the right people for your business can take some time sometimes. So learn to be patient because we're all people and we're all working through stuff together. So patience is really important when you're recruiting and hiring. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, um, I'd love to hear from you. You can always uh, comment below. Uh, if you want to give me a rating, that would be awesome as well. Five stars would be appreciated. Um, but if you want more information, you can always go to genteague.com. That's my website. Uh, enter into the uh, employer site, which is Be a Hiring Hero. And there I have my previous articles. I've also got uh, information, so, some free Uh, information for you. I've got a checklist right now, which covers the whole hiring process. 
uh, that you need in order to have a great hiring process. Uh, this is this is a great checklist for you as to what you need to do, the, the different things that you need to consider. And uh, I've also got uh, episode notes here as well. So, um, and eventually I'll have all the episodes uploaded onto the website so that you have it all in one spot. So, um, also too, I am, as of this recording of the podcast, I am creating a virtual course. Uh, it'll be on your own time where you can get through, uh, at genteague.com. And it's going to be on my previous episode, recruiting on a budget. And if you listen to that and maybe you have more questions, this course is going to answer it for you. And we're going to go through, I touched really briefly on some great ways to recruit on a budget, but I couldn't go into a lot of details because it would take a few hours and who wants to listen to a few hours of me rambling on, right? So I do go in and I talk more in depth about uh, how to properly use all this uh, these tools um, on a budget-friendly uh, recruiting strategy. So, um, and I give examples. I show you kind of what to look for, what not to look for. It's a really great source of information. So if you are interested and it's not available just yet, then go ahead and uh, contact me. I'll put you on the waiting list and I'll make sure that you have first dibs at the course. So until next time, y'all, thank you for listening. I'm Jen Teague and I will see y'all next time. In the meantime, go out and be the hiring hero that you were made to be.